Weekly Playtime with Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Hello and welcome to Weekly Buddy Time. On today's episode, Devin is not here, actually. She is on vacation this week. So I'm flying solo and semi-solo because I invited a guest in Devin's absence, and that would be my husband, James. Hello. Hey, James. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So how was your day? (laughs) (laughs) You were with me all day. Oh, right, right. Okay. (laughs) Well, it just... You know, Devin's really the runner of this show, so it... uh, um, I'm not as good of an interviewer as mm, her, and I so see. Okay. yeah, this is this yeah. is probably gonna be a little awkward. Um, I'm just so nervous talking to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so um, what are you drinking? It's a it's a it's a tradition in oh, uh, right. weekly bay time. Well, we went to um, as you know because you were with me all day. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a Mediterranean restaurant. And they had a bunch of fun teas. Yes. So it's called uh, Kava. You Kava. C A V A. Yeah, something like that. C A V A. Um. So I have a, a blueberry uh, lavender tea. Yeah. Yes. And I had a cucumber mint lime tea that was really good too. I wasn't sure I'd like it with the mint, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's our first time there. It was. Cucumber and mint is a good combination, I think. Yeah. That's kind of. Isn't that what kind of a. Meh. Mojito. Mojito. A mojito. A mojito. Um, all right. Well, for me, uh, I'm drinking something a little differently. Kind of feel a little bit like an old lady, but I'm drinking a V8. Mmm. Yep. But in order to make it hip and cool, it's a spicy V8. Right. Yeah. 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 I thought that would help. I don't know. Is tomato juice hydrating? Mmm. I don't know. Well, I thought maybe the sodium would be like electrolytes. So that was my idea for drinking tomato juice tonight. Cause, okay. Because we went to the D.C. Zoo today. Yeah. And walked around a lot. The National and, Zoo. Yes. Walked around a lot. It, it was it was pleasant. I wouldn't say it was hot. It was pleasant. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Um, but they had a serious lack of uh, vending machines for water. <laughs> so I was like dehydrated all day. So anyway, that's why I thought I would drink some spicy V8. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have a wrap-up episode with with Devin uh, once you guys get back together, but yeah, uh, and you'll tell everybody about what we've done on vacation. Yes, but we did go to the zoo today. Yes, and we saw some pandas. Yes, which was fun. Yeah, they weren't doing anything but eating. Yeah, although they did teleport. One of them teleported. Yeah, <laughs> we walked around and into the internal enclosure, and we were like, "Oh, they're outside. They won't be in here." And then all of a sudden, there was one already passed out sleeping. <laughs> In the thing, so we're like, oh, there must be three of them. Then we walk back outside, and they're and they're gone. So apparently, that one had ran. By the time we were walking around, that one had ran in and just flopped over and passed out from exhaustion of eating bamboo. They were sitting there, leaned back, eating bamboo. Yeah, and then it probably took us, I don't know, a minute and a half or so to get inside. Yeah, and then by that time, it was teleportation and (laughs) sleeping. Yeah. For the for the pandas, yeah, they're pretty adorable. Yeah, we also saw some gorillas that were starting trouble. That was fun. Yep, there was this one little little baby gorilla that maybe maybe like a would say like 
the equivalent to probably a toddler, and it was running around uh, just bullying everyone in the... Just like pulling fur and yeah. slapping chests and stuff. Yes. Are you about to tell them about the coolest part of the zoo? Yeah, I was going to say you should. Oh, okay. So we go to this area that's called the Think Tank, and it's apparently like this enrichment area for gorillas and stuff. And it was empty, and we were like, well, where, where in the heck are all the gorillas? Or all the monkeys? Why aren't why, They're not inside or outside. Where are they at? So we walk on around in the zoo, and we look at a map, and we see this red line on the map, and we're like, oh, it's a zip line. And a lot of zoos have started doing that, um, adding zip lines to their property. And so we were like, oh, look, there's a zip line. So then we get on around, and we get to where the orangutans are, and one of the quote-unquote zip line towers is in the pen with the orangutans. And one of the orangutans has climbed up onto the zipline thing. So James is like, oh, they probably can't get up there. And then we get to look in and there's a hole and everything. And we're like, holy crap, they can totally get up there. So we go over and there was a, a zookeeper standing there. And apparently this was not a zipline at all, but it is in fact a system for the orangutans to travel from their pen over to the think tank, which I would say was what, like a quarter of a mile? It was a long way away. Yeah. There were several stations, like I would say maybe four or five stations that they had to, like what would be like a zipline station. And yeah, they just climb up there and just totally go down through the people. And she said, um, the zookeeper said, that they're not actually very interested in people and that their arms are twice the length of their bodies. <laughs> and so they're not very, uh, they're, they, don't, they don't walk on the ground very easily. So they don't want to be on the ground. They want to be in the trees. And so basically they just like walk back and forth, paying no attention to the humans. Yeah, just swing back and forth. It was probably like 20 feet up in the air or so. Yeah, yeah. So they were, you know, swinging over people walking by and stuff. It was yeah. pretty cool. It was pretty amazing. Um but I would say that's probably about it. We saw like a really cute seal that was sunbathing and just had like this nice little smile on his face. Yeah. He looked like he was having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you can think of from the zoo? Mm, no, those were the highlights. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think James, what I kind of wanted <laughs> to... So formal. I know. James. James. Um, what I brought you here tonight to, oh, okay. to discuss today was... Um... Why have you summoned me? <laughs> Why have you summoned me from my depths? I could be down in the basement playing Elden Ring. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and you decided that I had to do your show. Yeah. <laughs> I roped you in with me. Because uh-huh. it wouldn't be very interesting to just listen to me talk the whole time. Although that's normally what happens. That's pretty is... much, yeah. <laughs> I try to be nice and let Devin talk, but she keeps asking me questions. <laughs> Rude. I know. Anyway, uh, we, you and I, actually, I guess in 2018, started a thing that is, we call it like date night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think other couples do date night where they go out maybe once a week or once a month or whatever. But there's something unique about our date night. Do, would you like to say what that is? Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, for a little bit of background, um, we've always done as much... Um, What's the word? Am I, what am I trying to say? We've always been as equal as we possibly can with yes. everything, like dividing things up. So early on, we decided that instead of me always planning Valentine's Day, yep. you would plan some down Valentine's Day. And then we decided, okay, why don't we just do, um, 
year after year, we would just swap off right. who does Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then we also, for a while, we did, we swapped off who would plan vacations too. Yeah. So like one year would be my year, one year would be your year. Uh, and then, um, then we moved to Illinois. Yep. And we don't, we didn't have any friends. Right. And we didn't know anything about the area. Right. Um, and there's, there's this podcast that I listened to where one of the, I actually stole the idea basically from, oh. from, uh, one of the hosts of the podcast because he and his wife do mystery date night. Oh. And, um, I think they, I think they switch off and they plan, you know, okay. like one will plan one, one will plan the other. Um, so that was the original idea. Okay. Was either, you know, to get us out of the house or out of the apartment at the time mm-hmm. and to, um... You know, just do connection and fun things and yeah. stuff like that. Force us to explore the area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for us, it's not really a mystery. <laughs> no. <laughs> which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah. we do swap off. So you'll have one month and then yeah. I'll have the next month and then so on and so forth. Yes. Um, and the idea is just to plan something fun to get us out of the... Well, not always to get us out of the house. No. But um, to plan something fun to be like a fun date that we don't normally do. Right. Yes. And I would say as far as like any guidelines for it other than alternating, I think some of the guidelines are like, usually if there's a holiday, like we don't usually do one in um, December, December, because we're already doing a lot of things with family and um, just holiday stuff. And then also, I think we usually combo the one with our anniversary, which is in September. Yeah. Um, We kind of combo the anniversary and also Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day is its own thing. And we just line up the months with who is supposed to plan Valentine's Day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we usually try and make it so that we're still swapping Valentine's Day. Yeah. So like you'll start one year and then I'll start one year. Right. Yeah. So we have different months to plan. Yeah. Yeah. And so, speaking of surprises, so you like surprises. Love them. <laughs> and you won't let me tell you what... It's more fun that way. Like, we actually have a date night. I have it. We have a date night coming up in two days that I planned. And I'm dying to tell James what I have planned, but he won't let me. He loves surprises. Yeah. If I had it my way, you wouldn't even tell me when it is. Wow. <laughs> he would just be like... We're leaving the house. All right, get in the car. <laughs> So that would be probably a little harder to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But me, on the other hand, I don't like surprises, and it's not that I don't like the action of being surprised, but it's more that I really stress out about not being prepared for things, and I don't, I don't feel confident in your ability to give me all the information to be prepared. And what that's I mean, just that's just not surprising. Like if I were like, okay, we're gonna hike three miles, and you need to be prepared for you know, a picnic or whatever. That's just giving away the whole thing. Well, no, not like that. But I, like, uh, I do feel like there would be things, like, I can't remember, but one of the early surprises one, you know, I was like, well, do I need to dress up or do I need to wear tennis shoes or do I need to do this? Or, you know, that kind of stuff is what I mean. And, um, but yeah, I just, I don't find, I don't, there's no joy in me in being surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, it stresses me out. So you just tell me what you do. So (laughs) whenever I have it planned, I always give her the option. Yep. Uh, I could say, hey, do you want to know what it is? Yeah. And the answer is always yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then then Stacy knows what we're doing. Yeah. So I, I thought maybe we could talk about our um, best date nights, our worst date nights, and then maybe some, discuss some of the other ones, maybe whether, um, for whatever reason, discuss some of the other ones sure. that we want to talk about. 
So I think we should start with the worst one. And <laughs> I can already guess. Um, I, what I was going to do was say the worst one that we each planned. Okay. Is that is that cold for sure. you? Okay. So mine, I would say the worst one I planned was, funny enough, was actually going to the melting pot. Oh, which, yeah. Um, I don't know how many of our listeners is in Knoxville, Tennessee, but I assume a the majority of them are since that's where we're from but the melting pot in knoxville is a high-end great experience like if you've never been at least it was when we were younger yeah i guess i i haven't been and well let's see it was fancy when we were in high school it was like the 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 place to go yeah be, be on a date yeah people would go for prom yeah yeah but uh I think I took Devin there on her um, bachelorette party night. Okay. So it, it was still cool. Still at least nice. Then. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's like down in the basement of this building and it's very dark and like... That's part of it in Knoxville. Yeah. It's in a really cool setting. Yeah, exactly. So like it's a big deal to go to the melting pot in Knoxville. Now, when we went to Illinois or when we lived in Illinois, uh, we went to the melting pot that was just in the shopping center and the place was a, a like a dump. Like even the bathroom, like the handle was falling off of the bathroom door yeah. and like the railing was like screwed on with this other, like this block of wood or something. I don't know. It was, there were kids everywhere, which you would never even see kids in the Knoxville one. No. But um, yeah, it was a stressful mess and it was a terrible experience. So I think that's probably one of my worst ones that I've planned. Um, do you have a different yeah. one that you would pick? For you? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No. But what about yours? <laughs> I think you probably talked about it on the show so when it happened. Yeah. But mine was absolutely the Mesmerica yes. um, light show thing. Yes. I don't know if, if people have been listening to this show for a while. I think they talked about it when, when we did it. But it was yeah. it was just hokey and... Really lame. So I, th- I thought it was going to be a cool light show that you would go to and like they'd play cool music and it'd be like a, you know, like you always hear about the Pink Floyd light shows yes, and stuff yeah. like that. But no, it was a low quality screen projected oh. on a ceiling where... It, it was a planetarium. It was a planetarium. Yeah. But like they were playing like... In- not even Inya. Inya's good. They were playing low rent... <laughs> new age, low rent, <laughs> yeah. new age. Horrible Inya with, with like this dude talking over everything, being like, I don't even know what he was saying. He was I don't like, either. you can do it. Just clear your mind. Yeah. And and the art the art on it was um, like basically like some kaleidoscope type stuff. It was even bad art too, because yeah. you could see, this is the, the tech nerd coming out of me, but you could see the pixels. Like it was, you could clearly tell that it was just a yeah. small image blown up to the ceiling. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. And this thing, it had a bunch of press, like ever, you know, like yeah. it was a big deal, but not for us. I no, think it was we terrible. were maybe not in the age group or something. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely the worst one. I think that one takes the cake for the worst period. Period. Like, I agree. Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> worst. I agree with that. Um, okay. So now what do you think, what do you think was your best one that you did? Mm, well, I mean, it's kind of hard to beat the Ben Gibbard uh, yeah. <laughs> concert. Uh, lead singer of, of um, Death Cab for Cutie, which is my favorite band and probably, would you say your your favorite band or close to it? Yeah, I would say it's definitely in the top. I don't know. I haven't nailed down a, a favorite band, but yeah. they're definitely in the top there. He did a solo show where he was doing, you know, um, acoustic mm-hmm. versions and covers and stuff like that. I think that was probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, some of the plays, um, the mousetrap at yeah, 
Metropolis Theater when we lived in Illinois. Oh, The Dinner Detective. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was a murder mystery dinner thing that we did with your parents. And I think part of what made that one so fun was that my dad did get pulled into the thing. Uh... Yeah, it looks like I've done a lot of like plays and concerts and stuff. Yeah. We're looking at a list. We keep a, a running list yes. of, of of all of these. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. My for when I just was kind of thinking oh, ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll talk about this one later. Okay. So the ones I picked, I couldn't choose between either the Ben Gibbard solo show, which I really liked because it was very personal. It was in a small venue. Yeah. We were like three people back. Like he was just on stage there, like you said, with acoustic guitar, that kind of thing. And that was just before COVID. Yeah, a it was. Bit COVID. It was. But um, also the restaurant that you picked that night. Oh, yeah. I think the whole... Ex- so, so, yeah, maybe I'll say that. Like the whole experience, that was a really... That was probably the best experience of your date nights because the restaurant was really good. Mm-hmm. And then because we ate at the restaurant or something, we got in the show <laughs> like... There was a there was a side entrance into the concert, and we beat this huge line that was out the door. Yeah, we skipped the entire line yeah. because we were eating at the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. So that was nice. Um, which then we got good seats and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, I did also, and it was actually the very very first one we did. Oh yeah. But I really liked the Wonder Museum. Yeah, me too. Um, and that was just a unique thing. And those something like that could be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But that one in particular was good, and it was just yeah in in Chicago. It was this like cool interactive um, art art exhibit thing with a bunch of exhibits. Yeah, um, so they, they like had mirror rooms, and they had this one lady that was doing bespoke oh, yes. um, poetry. Poetry. Yeah. So you'd go up and give her a topic, and then she'd do like a one or two line poet yeah. poem for us. We've got it around here somewhere. Yeah, I think it's downstairs. Um, that was cool. Yeah, that's what I expected because we recently just went to the. Um, Independent Artist Museum. What is it called? Something. In Baltimore? Yeah. The American Visionary Art Museum. Yeah, Visionary Art Museum. And honestly, that's what I expected that art museum to be like. Yeah. Is to be more like that. It was not. Yeah. (laughs) Just, it was not. But um, do you want to talk about the best one I did? Well, you can. And if you disagree with me, I'm I'm going to throw you out of your own room. No, no. (laughs) I agree with you. So... I found this thing, and I think it was just like on Eventbrite or something. It was something just totally random, and it was this immersive theater that would put on some shows. And the one that we went to call was called the Ode at Pints End, and basically it was a uh, an interactive play mm-hmm. um, where they were Irish sailors. Were they Irish yeah, or Scottish? I or I don't think they ever specifically said. They kind of had. They had an accent. They had a northern, yeah, European accent. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they were. It was these three sailors. They get lost at sea, and they get called into like there's these um, sirens that you know pull them into the sea, and they each have their own experience. And I think it's all around guilt, right? That was holding them down. Yeah. Or something, something like that. Like or that. something they couldn't let go of. Like one was just like greed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so as you're doing this, like there was this table in the middle of the room and that was kind of the boat and they did all this stuff. And then uh, their wives back home would sing and do things. And then there was rooms in the building that you would get pulled out to. So when we got pulled into a certain room, we actually weren't 
able to see the other people's stories. Yeah. And I specifically got pulled into one by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy was talking something. He kept asking me about a nursery rhyme or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was just this really unique um, experience where you're just, like, completely interactive into the play. Yeah. Which, so it was upstairs at a bar. Yeah. And they, they must have been like an event space or something. Like you said, they had they had its own bar. Yes. Which was the setting of the story. Yeah. And then they had those separate rooms that would they would yeah. pull people into. Kind of like Sleep No More. Yeah. Like what they do there. Yeah. And it was cool because, so we just came upstairs when we were coming to the place. We just came upstairs and the, we got a drink at the bar. And so they were just having like a party. Like when you walk in, yeah. and this this is what's kind of cool about James wanting surprises. He had no idea what was happening. Yeah, I was so, going to say that. So I I thought we were just going to go eat at a cool Irish bar. Yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know we were going into a play. Yeah. So then we walked upstairs, and people come around and start talking to you. Yeah. And they're in character. Yes. And so I didn't know how to react, but I was trying to play along as good as yeah. well as I could. And then they just start telling stories, and they start this play, and I didn't know we were there for a play, which makes it so much more fun. Yeah. Um, than if I had gone in knowing what to expect. Right, yeah. That's true. That that was a unique one. So, yeah, I, it was total luck that I found that one. But, yeah, I agree that that was the best one. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, are there any other honorable mentions that you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is another one of my um, play ones. Mm-hmm. But we went, to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went to this place called the Annoyance Theater uh-huh. in Chicago. Uh, it's, it's, they... They do a lot of improv and stuff there, yeah. but this the play was called Dr. Oppenheimer Whoops the Devil's Ass, <laughs> yeah. and it's whoops, whoops, not whips the devil's ass, right. Dr. Oppenheimer Whoops the Devil's Ass. It was just a really fun, like, Ugh. weird as hell play mm-hmm. um, that you could tell, you know, someone there wrote, and they might have even been kind of um, ad-libbing, ad-libbing some of it. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was so fun because I didn't expect that either. Yeah. I, I expected funny, but I didn't expect just weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Love love the weird stuff. And it was also like the props and stuff you could tell were very homemade yeah. and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And what was kind of neat about that, which I think is what's neat about um, the whole date night thing in general, is we actually ended up really liking the Annoyance Theater. Yeah. Like we kind of felt like it was more our speed. It was a low-key, um, just kind of like... Um, there's a bar before you go in that you could buy like PBR and, yes. and and Jack Daniel shots and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was just a hole in the wall kind of low key place, and they would do these like little small town things. But you're in the middle of Chicago, right? And so we ended up going there a couple times. Like we took Devin mm-hmm. to one of those yep. uh, shows, but yeah, we ended up going there for a couple things just because we just I don't know felt like we fit in there. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Um, we also did a donut tour in Chicago. Yeah, we went that was to. Good. Oh, it was a walking tour of Chicago, and we got to eat at all of the famous donut places. Yeah, that was fun. Which let me tell you, I miss the, all the gourmet donuts. Yeah, Chicago had so many gourmet donuts that we couldn't even eat them all, and then now we can't even find one here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, maybe a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah, if exactly. you're lucky. Yeah. Um. Let's see, some of the other ones that we did. Um, Barton G. And yes. the House of Burlesque, that was a that was one of yours. Yeah. Barton G. House of Blues, that was a burlesque show, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a blues burlesque show. Yeah. Um, I, I think you guys talked about that on the show too, but yeah. Barton G is this weird restaurant where they have interesting meals served in things, like they'll come out in a ship yeah. or on a plane right. or in a like upside down knight's helmet. Yep. 
stuff like that. Yep. So one of the ones that I thought was way better than I expected was when we were in COVID still, so we were still quarantining, the zoo, the Lincoln Zoo in Chicago did a haunted zoo tour, yeah. virtual tour. And, you know, it was kind of like, well, how's this really going to work, you know, virtually or whatever? But I thought it came across very well. And basically what they had done was they had pre-recorded walking around the or taking the tour. Mm-hmm. And then there was a guy there with like a voiceover talking about the different spots. And then he could pause the video and talk about the place and then move on. Mm-hmm. So that was one that um, I thought went surprisingly better than I expected. I'm sensing a theme with a lot of these, like just looking over the list, we've done a lot of walking tours of, yeah. of one sort or another. We've done a lot of plays. Yeah. We've done um, some concerts. We even last, uh, in January, we even did another walking tour in Annapolis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that one was self, self-guided, self but still. Yeah. Yeah. In October, we did a Baltimore ghost tour in Baltimore, obviously. In Baltimore, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's a little walking tour. We like doing those because they... Especially if it's a, a town that you don't live in, because you yeah. get to learn the layout of the town a little bit, mm-hmm. hear some stories, and then ghost tour, ghost tour people are always more fun than yeah. like if you had gone on a historic tour or yes, something like yeah. that. Those are fun too, but not, you know, not as fun. I don't yeah. Think. Yeah. Another one that I really liked was uh, there was a there's a place called Pinstripes, and I think they're uh, they're a ma- major chain, but they do bowling and bocce ball. Yeah, and I had never played bocce ball before, and so it was cool because you could get drinks and food and then play bocce ball. So it was just like a fun yeah experience. Indoor bocce is I think more fun than outdoor bocce. Yeah, yeah, it was indoor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I would say also, I knew this one would be good, but these can be hit or miss, but you planned one that was for some Japanese, the Anderson Japanese gardens. Yeah. And sometimes those can be hit or miss depending on the space, but that one was really, I just, I don't know. I thought that one was really well done and it was, there was all, it was a path because again, it was during COVID. So you were only able to walk one way because they were directing traffic, Mm -hmm. but they, but the way that they did it, it was like really nice and windy and peaceful and stuff like that. That was cool. Yeah. We went to a Japanese gardens in Portland that was amazing. So ever since then, I've been trying to find a... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was up on the side of the mountain. Yeah. And uh, it had that matcha cafe that was in there. That was probably the first place that I had um, mochi. They had little mochis there. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really fun. I've been trying to find another place like that. Um, Yeah. But... That was crazy because it was like its own thing in the sky. You know what I mean? It was so elevated away from everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... One this is this was one of the ones that was our anniversary kind of combined with date night, but we did pack up and go, and we they sent us to Duluth, Minnesota. Oh sure, that one was another one that was surprising because um, first of all it's Duluth, which who's even heard of Duluth, and then you're um, wearing a Duluth shirt right now. Well, I know from my, <laughs> from our trip, um, but we ended up really loving. It was just like this very small town, and just loved it, like all the little charm that it has there. There is a lot of charm there, and everyone there seemed cool too. Yeah. Like, they, they were no-nonsense, but not rude. Yes, you know? yeah. Baltimore is no-nonsense, but they don't, you know, they're not that friendly. <laughs> no, not either. at all. Um, I did do a whole episode on the Duluth trip, so I'll try to link that in the show oh, notes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. 
And then the last one I wanted to talk about that I really enjoyed was right before we left Chicago, you booked a place called The Forge, which I think you had seen on Instagram. But it was a mm-hmm. uh, zip line and um, rope course. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about Instagram because I yeah. saw The Forge on Instagram, which was a hit. But I also saw Mesmerica oh. on Instagram, which was the fail of all fails. That's true. And the immersive Van Gogh, which was okay. Uh, yeah, it was okay. It was. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely weird. Yeah. So Instagram is is hit or miss on yeah on excursions apparently. So anything else you want to talk about? Was, was there more on the forge you wanted to talk about? No, just that it was a cool like. I'd like to do more physical challenges like yeah, that. You me know too. what I mean? So yeah, the forge was a huge um, rope and zip line, and yeah. by the end of it, I was I was sore. I was exhausted. I mean, it was really hot though too. Yeah, that's true. And I um, like we had started to climb on like the third tower. And I started to get dizzy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I had to go back and get my water because mm-hmm. I hadn't taken the water with me. And we had been climbing at that point for like an hour and a half. So it was stupid hot. I was doing this very physical activity and I had not drank any water yeah. uh, for like an hour and a half. And I was getting, yeah, starting to get lightheaded and dizzy. It's kind of hard to carry water around with you when you're using I both know. of your hands and your feet. And you yeah, know, you need, you almost need a carabiner to like hook it to you. Yeah. Well, they had those little bags that you could put them in, but like... A lot of the stuff they had you doing, like, you know, you had to squeeze through something and it would get caught or whatever. So that's why I didn't want to deal with it. But man, I, yeah, I should have taken more breaks in between. Yeah. Yeah. The forge ended um, at a really, really, really high point. And then you would zip line down over a pond. Yes. And then there was a restaurant down there. Yeah. So it ended with us eating at the restaurant. Yeah. uh, At the forge, which was really cool. Yeah. The food was good, but they called it adventure dining, like it was going to be something amazing. And no, it was just like <laughs> food that they had grilled out and gave you. And we were sitting like in a gravel parking lot. Yeah, it was supposed to be, and I think this was a COVID thing, but it was supposed to be you would climb up to the top mm. and eat a, eat a picnic up there. Oh, and yeah. And then zip line down. Oh, okay. But they weren't doing that at yeah. that point. Okay. Um, I think that's all that I wanted to talk about, too. Well, I guess, um, so do you like doing date night? No, I hate it. It's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. So you would continue, would you recommend this for others? I would. Would you continue? I would recommend everybody do it. Yeah. And I don't want to hear that bullshit about, I ain't got time. (laughs) That's right. Or my kids, my kids. Yeah. Gotta go do it because otherwise, you know, you won't ever talk to your spouse. (laughs) That's Um, true. You know, except for to say, how was your day? And yeah. This is how the kids were today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, you need to take time to do it. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, something elaborate every time. You no. could take a date night and just go to a new restaurant. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. We've done that. And also, one of the ones, of course, it was, <laughs> this box in particular wasn't great. But I did, one of the months, I did date night in a box. Yeah. And um, that box in particular wasn't that great. But those are, a lot of times, those are a lot of fun. Um, and they're just something easy. You don't even have to think about it other than you schedule your kind of quiet night to do yeah. the date night box. Yeah. It's just important to, I think, connect on a, a regular schedule. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So, all right. Well, um, so anything else in general that you want to say before we wrap it up? Mm, Not to put you on the spot or anything. No. <laughs> I should have prepared more. Yeah. I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> no, that's okay. Well, I appreciate you joining me. Thank for you for having me. Week. Yes. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> I don't get to do it very often. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, you can go back to your dungeon now and, okay. and play Elden Ring. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Uh, okay, well, that's a wrap for Weekly Bay Time. And uh, next week, it'll be Devin without me, actually. So she'll have a solo episode and because we'll be on vacation. But uh, outside of that, then week after that, we'll be back to the normal Weekly Bay Time schedule. So uh, I guess talk at you next time. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho